Welcome in to the Morning Quickie, Thursday, June 20th. Sorry I didn't put one up on uh, yesterday, but I figured since Seth and I had just done a, a New Breeds Ranch, A, I didn't want to um, hide that from people who usually listen to that podcast who you know, have this feed and may not listen to the Morning Quickie. I, I just didn't want that to be the first thing they saw in the morning and miss the podcast episode and I feel like that was enough content, and plus I wanted to kind of sleep in, and it was a really slow day yesterday, but we're back. Uh, you know, in the summer, might take a couple of days off here and there, but uh, we press forward. Today, draft day. Draft day. Um, as we are kind of expecting fireworks, as we are, you know, getting closer to the big day. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're probably a Tennessee fan. Grant Williams. Admiral, Bone, all three of those guys should get drafted tonight. We'll see if Grant can somehow, uh, if Grant can stay in the first round. I've seen a lot of, uh, uh, less and less of him, you know, ahead of 27, meaning he's not got much room to uh, work with in the first round. He'll go somewhere between 25 and 35. Uh, I guess that's where everyone's pretty much got him mocked these days, but um, you know, the day before the draft was heating up, the Grizzlies, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, in the grit and grind era, officially, Mike Conley gets traded to Utah. The Grizzlies get a first-round pick in this draft and a future first-round pick. The Pelicans apparently trying to trade up with the Grizzlies now to get the number two pick. So the Grizzlies have number two. They've told everyone, hey, we want John Morant. Well, it turns out the Pelicans, who have the number four pick and all these extra assets now, want to move up two to get uh, R.J. Barrett. And apparently the Knicks are so dead on R.J. Barrett at number three. So obviously if the Pelicans want him, they got to get to number two. Which, uh, you know, if you're the Grizzlies, assuming Zion goes number one, that's a lock. And that uh, assuming that the Pelicans trade up to get uh, R.J., that would mean that both Ja Morant and Darius Garland are would be available at four, or at least one of them. So you could still come out with a really good point guard. Probably not Morant, because I would say the Knicks would take him if RJ's gone. But you got to just weigh the extra assets at this point. If you're the Grizzlies and you're committing to a rebuild, you at least listen to the offer. If you could come out with the number four pick and Lonzo Ball, I say do it. Or even Brandon Ingram. Or maybe even the number four pick and one of those Lakers unprotected picks later. I don't know. We'll see. That's just some of the posturing as we get ready for the draft. But my Hawks are going to be active trying to make some trades. You've already seen a team like Milwaukee send a first-round pick, number 30, to Detroit to try to get rid of some uh, cap space to try to get rid of some salary, I guess, and create some cap space, help them out. Um, the Thunder, trying to sell some players. Steven Adams might be moved. Uh, the Rockets might try something with Clint Capella. Uh, today's going to be crazy. I'm looking forward to it. Space Jam 2, we get an idea of the cast. Dame Lillard, Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, Diana Taurasi are the headliners. Uh, a couple other names thrown in there. Um... Chris Paul, 
Chenyoku Mikey. Uh, I don't know how to say the Oku Mikey's. I don't know the sisters. There's two two of them. So we're gonna have some women playing on the team this year, as well as some of uh, LeBron's boys. Obviously, Chris Paul and him are friends. Anthony Davis, of course, the super team, Lakers, all that. Uh, Clay Thompson and Dame Lillard getting the nod, too. So the Space Jam 2 cast is set. I guess the last uh, bit of sports news here. CC Sabathia hit the 250-win milestone, became one of 48 pitchers to do so. This comes, you know, just uh, you know earlier this year. CC became the 17th pitcher to get 3,000 strikeouts. So CC, I guess, putting some finishing touches on a Hall of Fame resume. The Yankees sweep the Red Sox, or excuse me, sweep the Rays, extend their lead to three and a half games. That was a big series, and they took care of business. Strange story coming out about the David Ortiz thing, as now they are trying to. I guess the cops in in the in the Dominican Republic are trying to say uh, that David Ortiz was not the target, and when he got shot, they're actually going for uh, his cousin. Nah, people aren't buying this. People are saying you don't mistake anybody for David Ortiz. Like he's a legend in the Dominican Republic. He's obviously a very big, jolly man not buying that they shot the wrong person. I don't know if they're just trying to cover up and uh, not, I guess, put to end the uh, the rumors about Ortiz and this drug dealer's wife or whatever. I don't know. But that was a uh, weird update to that story. This is uh, coming out right now. I'm recording this about 12.41 a.m. actually. And this is just uh, coming across the board not too long ago. Um, the Iran State News Agency says that their Revolutionary Guard shoots down a U.S. drone. Uh, the U.S. military declines commenting on the situation. Um, seems like a big deal, obviously, uh, having something shot down. The U.S. and Iran have kind of been, uh, you know, at odds. Feeling like war is uh, being discussed, and now you have Iran taking responsibility for shooting down a drone. So, uh, yeah, just something to keep an eye on, war and all that stuff. Um, I guess some uh, movie news as Avengers Endgame announces it is getting re-released. Getting re-released with 17 minutes of extra footage. Going to go back through the theaters. Right now, it's $46 million short of Avatar. And Avatar pulled a similar trick when it was in theaters getting re-released. So, I guess all is fair. Uh, just being $46 million short, 17 extra minutes. I would say that this will bring in way, way, way more money than that. So uh, Avengers Endgame looks to become the highest grossing film of all time. Big announcement for the movie nerds. A crazy story if you are into the mob at all. This story, I think, came out on the 18th, so maybe two days ago. Sorry, I took yesterday off. Uh, but but we have a, uh, a, a movie type of... Uh, outcome here when uh charges have been 
given to a mobster's a boss's son. As they say, he was the guy that put the hit out on Pops. A wise guy's son paid more than 200 grand to have his dad whacked in a McDonald's drive-thru in the Bronx and also tried to order a hit on his own brother. Uh, but that hit was botched. Anthony Zotola Sr., 41, potentially faces a death sentence for the alleged patricide of reputed Bonnaroo, or no, not Bonnaroo, <laughs> fucking idiot, Bonino, the Bonino crime family, uh, Sylvester, Sally Daz, his dad, 71, gunned down while waiting for some coffee. The son wanted to be the king. He wanted to be the man. He got the dad out of the way. I guess the brother was up next. He wasn't able to, he wasn't able to take care of the brother, though. Some people started snitching. Court papers showed that Anthony began scheming against his dad more than a year before the assassination, which capped a, quote, series of violent attacks and attempts on his life. Uh, they shot his brother. He was shot and critically wounded outside the family's waterfront uh, compound. Uh, but they uh, he didn't die. That was seen as a way to kind of lure out the dad. Man, this is wild. Maybe we'll see this get turned into a movie soon. Um, prosecutors allege that text messages Anthony sent Shelton, the man who killed uh, the Pops, are proof of, quote, his position at the helm of the sinister plot. One particularly chilling text shows the two men communicating in movie-style code about 45 minutes after Sylvester narrowly escaped death when his car was forced over by a dark van and a man in a mask got out and pointed a gun at him. The star stormed off the set, and I think it spooked him. Uh, this is why we need to get to the final scene before the star doesn't come back. I need this bad, because I can see the film taking a twist. Today was supposed to be the end until the actor wanted to do his own stunts and throw it in reverse in the middle of a shooting scene and drive in the opposite direction. Apparently, the son wanted control of the family business, the Joker poker machines, and the son wanted it, wanted to uh, take over. The pops obviously didn't want to give up his business, so the son was going to take it himself. So we have a real-life mob story. I always like seeing these. Pretty cool. Um, I guess the last little bit of news uh, worth mentioning is that apparently uh, a bunch of porn stars are going to picket outside of the Instagram headquarters uh, over their rules and conditions when it comes to uh, nudity. Basically, they're upset about the inconsistencies of the rules and their accounts getting some suspended and it messing up their livelihood. The idea of the Instagram influencer is so weird to me. I saw a story earlier today about this couple and the man, man, he had like a million tattoos on his body and they were trying to have a GoFundMe basically so they could travel the world and take pictures to quote, show us, show us the world, the good and the ugly. Instagram influencers are weird, uh, but now these adult performers are mad and they're leading the protest uh, because they basically have been uh, affected by the platform's removal system. Uh, you know, they get a, their account shut down with over 100,000 followers, and they're saying that's affecting their chance to make money and also taking some pictures down that uh, aren't just, I guess, pornography. Uh, one, 
one influencer, Asahole. I don't know if that's supposed to sound like asshole. She's, she's the pictures I've seen of her with her, you know, bought out. So maybe it's supposed to be that. Uh, but she says she had some pictures of her dead brother on there. And that was some of the only pictures she had of him. And when Instagram shut her down, she lost those. I don't know, but we have a uh, fight for the right to show nudity on Instagram. Keep you posted on that one. All right. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to the Morning Quickie. We'll be back on Friday. As always, Talk Sports, noon to three. Reed's Ranch. I just told you we put an episode up the other day. Give it a listen. Subscribe, rate, five stars, all that good stuff. Um, you got a feeling we're going to slow down on some stories here, but we'll keep giving you the, the best I can find. I appreciate you listening.